Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. All right, this is the Scriptural Cliff Note Study. We are in the third week. Our outline is in Genesis number three. Oh, wait. Um, we are doing chapters 24 through 31. Um, I want to say before we get in, let me get into it, that um, I'm hoping that everybody is having um, no problems getting onto Spotify. I hope that everybody is understanding what's happening in the book of Genesis, regular book of Genesis, and in the uploads of the book of Jasa. Um, if anybody has any questions, while I finish um, reading the outline of the lesson, you can ask questions or you can always upload questions onto Spotify. That's what's important. I check Spotify quite often. I will see if there's a question. I will answer a question. I will answer a concern, anything. So, you know, we are moving forward. And it actually surprises me that nobody has a question. So I guess everybody's filled with the rule up. gotta laugh <laughs> okay i'm not trying to be facetious but um if there's no questions Sorry. everybody <laughs> not yet if there's no questions i guess everybody knows what's going on so i guess you know the ruach just jumped all over you it was just list i mean just showing you the truth honey Woo! but anyway um, like I said, if there's questions, um, upload the question onto the Spotify and <laughs> I can answer the question. I know they're going well that everybody who's listening doesn't know what they listening to. I know this for a fact. But anyway, um, just um, we're glad that you're listening. Um, this is for your own edification. This is for your own salvation. I'm not, um, I, I'm not responsible for your salvation. However, however, like I said, I'm ringing that bell through the Ruach. Um, the Ruach, Yah is waking his children up. He said he was pouring out his spirit. People are going to be doing all kinds of stuff for, for um, his, um, for his uh, sake and for their sakes. Yeah, for your own sake. He's doing it for your own sake. But anyway, like I said, we're just going to keep moving on. We don't have no, um, we, like I said, I don't have um, a dime in this site. I, I am being used by the Ruach to uh, spread the word. I'm going to spread the word. Like I said, somebody got to care about you before they can give you information. It's not like they begging you for anything because if they didn't care for you, then they wouldn't waste their time. I already told you time is like money and everybody wants to keep their time because time is money people like to keep their money in their pocket so um like i said um people don't have to they don't have to do nothing to you because the worst thing in the world for somebody to do is to ignore you and leave you alone that's the worst thing in the world so therefore you are being left out to the dogs if nobody ain't paying attention to you 
So just know that this is not something that is a right for you. This is something that's freely given from the most high. This is something that um, the most high is, um, he, has a, he has a set time on. I already talked about consummation of time. So, you know, it would be in your own best interest to seek your salvation with fear and trembling. That is scriptural. So with that said, I will start. Okay, we are on the outline, number three outline, Genesis, and that's chapters 24 and 31. So last week, our last chapter was 23. And we were in, um, we were talking about, hold on. Hold on, let me tell you what we were talking about. We were talking about Sarah's death and burial and setting aside of Yashabram. And now we're on ch uh, chapter 24 and we talk about Isaac marries Rebecca, the calling of the bride. Now, as I said before, part of the law is for Yasharel to stay in Yasharel. Stay in Yasharel. Now, there's something that I want to talk about that people talk about, especially um, Hebrew Israelites. If you've never heard of the term Hebrew Israelites, whoever I'm talking to around the world, whoever's listening to this, um, there are melanated men mostly, that sometimes they stand on a corner or they stand in a particular place, I don't know where. Um, in New York, they're in Queens, standing around with these fringes and these, uh, these um, this garb on, garb meaning like a, um, a, a um, what is it? Like a suit, not a suit, but um, what they believe to be Hebrew garb, like the clothes, like the fringes like a costume, and I, I have to say costume without being um, smart at the mouth because I don't know where they get this. I guess they get the colors from the description of the scriptures and they, um, they look at the scriptures and they see the fringes, you know, they're reading fringes and this and that. And so somehow they got these um, clothing that was made for them, costumes, I have to say. I'm trying not to say costume as a, um, you know, try to make fun of people, but they have these costumes and they're standing on the corner or in between the streets while you walk in and they start insulting people and they insult melanated people. They insult non-melanated people. I mean, they are just going in. And why I'm saying that? Because um, uh, they basically tell people they go into hell. They the two thirds that's going to hell, and they tell people, you know, they call people heathens and this and that, and even their own counterparts. They are abusing them, especially melanated women. So I say that to say, in the scriptures it says, and we already went through the law. In the scriptures it says that you are not to be marrying anybody outside your own nation. Now I'm gonna get real specific. Now, Yasharel itself, there's 12 brothers, okay? Those are the ones, the progenitors of the whole 12 nations of one whole. It's 12 brothers. Each brother had his own line. So it became his own nation. So there's actually 12 nations within one of Yasharel. Within Yasharel, the man, he had 12 sons that were the progenitors of the 12 nations. Now, this is, this is 
important. I need you to hear this. Not only did Yah said, do not marry nobody outside of your own nation, Israel. Israel, the father of the 12 nations within one big clan. Okay, so this is where the devil fooled you. What these Hebrew Israelites are saying, number one, to marry women outside their nation as a whole, and um, they're the seed from the heathen woman that they have in a he baby by is going to be a part of the nation because he's the father. Okay. Because this Yasharel man, this Shirelli man, this uh, Jake is the father. And that is not true. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Okay. And it explains to you exactly what's going on in the book of Jasper. It's not going to explain to you what's going on in the book of, um, in that Bible, in Genesis. It's not. Because remember, I told you, Genesis is a condensed version. That's why I gave you two, okay? And as a matter of fact, I should have gave you three, but I'm not going to confuse you because you're still getting your feet wet. You, the, the, um, the rock is not dealing with you right now. And I know this for a true fact, okay? Because facts change. Check my check the library. Facts change all the time until more information becomes available. But the truth doesn't move. I know the Ruach's not dealing with you. Okay, I know it. And this is why you walking in baby steps to move forward so that the Ruach can deal with you. This is why I know this for the truth. For a truth. For the truth. Okay. Now, uh, when um when the Ruach uh I'm, I'm sorry. Now nah, I'm not talking about the Ruach. When um, the uh, Yasharel deals with somebody, and I'm going to give you an example. When the Yasharel deals with somebody, what they do is say, like, it's somebody from Judah, okay? It was it's a it's a um, it's a male from Judah who is Yasharel, but Judah under the line of Judah, and it could be somebody under the line of Benjamin, which is the youngest brother. Say, like, he gets a wife from the line of Benjamin. Remember, they all in the same clan of Yashorel. But Judah's in Judah's line, Benjamin's in Benjamin's line. And a, a man from um, Judah and a woman from Benjamin have a child, because these are two lives, two nations within the clan. Then that child will be under Judah because the man is in Judah. Okay, that's what I need you to understand. It is not so with these Hebrew Israelites go out and say, oh, I can have a baby by anybody, even Gentile or Yasharel, and they'll be under my line. That is a lie from the pit of hell. There's no scriptural um, truth in what they're saying. But the scriptural truth is within the clan are 12 lines. If line Judah has a baby by line um, Benjamin, the woman, then the baby will fall, uh, fall under Judah's line because the baby's always under the father. Now, let me get something else clear, just in case you don't get it. Adam is the first child of this earth, the first child of Yah. What did I say last week about the first getting everything? Adam was. So that's how it works. You fall under the line of the father, not the mother. Because remember, Eve was sliced from Adam. And then next thing you know, they sinned. Okay? I need you to understand that 
There is no such thing as a melanated man who is under, and I can't even say melanated because everybody was melanated in the beginning. A Yasharel having a baby by somebody outside his own nation, and that child being under um, under uh, Yasharel. No, that's not how it works. Now, what I will say, that's Old Testament. New Testament is the new covenant. So that's what I'm going to say right now. So I don't want everybody to get their panties in a bunch because of what I said. It is what it is. I am not talking about nothing. This is not of myself. This is of the scriptures. In the Old Testament, that's how it is. There is a New Testament. That's Old Testament, New Testament. There's a New Testament and things have been changed by the most high. I'm not going to say change. I mean, I'm going to say included because Yah doesn't make no mistakes. He already did all this before the foundation of the world. So that's what I'm telling you. And this is the explanation of what I'm giving you. So right now, Isaac goes and marries Rebecca. Where's Rebecca from? I um, Rebecca is from, um, uh, hold on. What's her name? Um, is it Rachel? Yep, Rebecca is from Rachel's line. Rebecca's from Rachel's line, okay? And they are Yasharel. They are under Judah's line. So everybody in Judah is supposed to marry Jude, um, Judah's line. Everybody in Benjamin is supposed to marry Benjamin's line. Everybody in Reuben is supposed to marry Reuben's line. If they don't do that, then they, and they go into another line within the clan of Israel, then the child falls under the father. So the child will be considered um, Judah, even if the woman is under Benjamin's line. And it explains that in the book of Jasper. So right now we see that Isaac is marrying Rebecca. Okay, and that's Rachel's niece. So that's the calling of the bride, which New Testament uh, bridges this. And I ain't gonna talk about this right now because then we'll be going somewhere else. Okay, chapter 25, one through 18 is Abraham's remarriage. Now, remember I told you that Abraham was the father of many nations. You know how many brides and concubines um, Abraham had? Enough. Okay, not only did he have us, which is the child of promise, he had um, the uh, modern day Muslims or the Persians. He had um, some other people from Ham too. So Abraham got me remarried after, um, after um, Sarah died. He got remarried and had six, seven, eight, all these kids. So did y'all say that he was going to be the father of many nations? Yes, he did. Did he say he's going to be the father of all nations? No. So that's what you need to understand because there's a whole bunch of people throwing themselves in there. Yeah, he, he said he was going to be a father of many nations. There was many nations here before um, Abraham came. And then Abraham was living. Abraham had Sarah, but before he had Sarah, he had a baby by, um, what's her name? Hagar. And had Ishmael. And today, like I said, they are the modern day Muslims, the Persians, the uh, Middle Eastern people, whatever you want to call them. That's what they are. Okay. And no disrespect. So, and then Abraham gets remarried to somebody and she has a bunch of kids. So those are also progenitors to other nations. 
okay? Cousins. Cousins slash brothers. But, you know, we ain't gonna get into that. But anyway, at that point, things were still pure in Abraham's that time. Things were still pure in Abraham's time so you could take a cousin and this and that because Yah blessed it. He blessed it. And that's the difference because people could look at that, a carnal person could look at that and go, oh, that's incest. First of all, incest is a social construct. We ain't gonna get into that. You deal with that. And when I talk about how the devil fools the whole world, because the devil does and he still is. So uh, what Yah does, let no man come and try to separate and do whatever. And Yah bless this line, period. So like I say, if you're going to a cousin um, who your aunt, your auntie's cousin's brother and all this other stuff in the uh, Old Testament, when everything is still pure and not defiled, as I said, every day that goes by is evil. So check day one when Adam was here to now. Okay, and honestly, we don't know how many years it is, no matter how many times the heathens put a date on it, because y'all did not put dates like heathens did. And we ain't gonna go into that either. Check the library um, on the platform and I go into it. I'm not gonna go into that now because we still in Genesis and I ain't going straying somewhere else. Okay, so one in, um, one in 18, like I said, Abraham's remarriage and Isaac's inheritance. Okay, so... Um, we already know that Isaac is the child of promise and what his inheritance is. Okay, chapter 25, 19 through 34 is Isaac's sons, Esau and Jacob, OMG. Okay, Isaac's sons, Esau and Jacob, an election of grace. Now, the bridge to that is, the bridge to that is Romans, and this is New Testament, and I, I need you to understand this. The bridge to that is Romans 9, 6 to 14, and I'm going to read it. Because remember, Isaac's sons, and this is more on my, you go into the library, um, the platform library, you will get a little more of what is going on with Esau and um, Jacob. I did read, um, I did a lesson on that, and I had to go more into Esau and Jacob because Esau is going to be destroyed, even though he is Jacob's twin brother. He's going to be destroyed. Um, so I will read this to you. And this is Romans 9, 6, and 14. Israel's reject, rejection and Yah's purpose. But it is not that the word of the Most High has taken no effect, for they are not all Yasharel who are of Yasharel, nor are they all children because they are the seed of Abraham. But and Isaac, your seed shall be called. That is those who are the children of the flesh. These are not the children of the most high, but the children of the promise are counted as the seed. For this is the word of promise. At this time, I will come and Sarah shall have a son. And not only this, but when Rebecca also had conceived by one man, even by our father Isaac, for the children not yet being born, nor having done any good or evil, that the purpose of the Most High, according to election, may stand, not of works, but of him who calls, not of works, but of the Most High, choosing you. It was said to her, the older shall serve the younger, as it is written, 
Jacob, Yaakov, Israel, I have love, but Esau, the twin brother who didn't have no melanin, y'all stripped him. I hate it. Israel's rejection of the most high's just, justice. What shall I say then? Is there unrighteousness with the most high? Certainly not. Now, what does that mean? What I just read to you. It means that although Esau and Jacob was twins, they was fighting in the womb. It, uh, uh, Rebecca didn't have no peace. Them uh, nine months she was carrying them twins. She didn't have a bit of peace. Why? Because they was fighting in the womb. Them kids been fighting in the womb. And guess what? They fighting now. Now let's go back to Genesis 3, 13 to uh, 16. What did I tell you when uh, when Eve already partook in the uh, the uh, fruit of knowledge and gave it to Adam? What did y'all say? Y'all cursed Eve. Uh, when she when a woman have a baby and she going through all that labor, when a woman has a baby, she's as closest to death in her life than anything. That's the curse. That's the curse that y'all placed on a woman. That's number one. Number two, he cursed the ground. So you come, you're born into sin because the ground and the, the air on earth is sinful because of the first sin. Okay, I already told you everything happened when, when Adam gave his power away. That's number two. Number three, he cursed the devil. Now, the devil was not the snake. The snake allowed the devil to come into him because there was a lot of animals that the devil wanted to come into. This is the book of Jasper. And they would not allow him to possess them. They would not allow him to possess them. Guess who did? The snake. So the snake was uh, cursed to lie on his belly because in the beginning of time, the snakes had arms and legs. If you do not believe me, check the science. And people keep talking about science, which is a social construct made up by man come out of her. And there is truly a picture that the scientists are just coming up with. And they saw and proved that snakes had legs. Okay, so the curse of the serpent, the snake, is to take his legs away. And that's what happened. And now the devil. The devil's seed is going to be fighting with Eve's seed. Now I'm going back to um, Rebecca. The devil's seed is fighting with Eve's seed. Esau, before he did anything evil, anything, Yah only chose of Jacob because remember, Yah did this before the foundation of the world. So Yah is the only one who already knew everything that was going to happen. Nobody else knew. So Yah already said, okay, well, he can ready to do bad. So I'm just going to, you know, let him go on in there. Oh gosh, they're going to be fighting. They was fighting. And Jacob is the oldest brother, supposedly. Jacob's the oldest brother. And Esau is the second brother, even though they're twins, because two kids can't come out of a, ooh, I was going to say something, ooh, ooh. They cannot come out of the matrix of the womb together. Okay? So what happened was, while they was duking it out in her belly, when they was getting ready to come out, Esau and Jacob was fighting to come out. So they tried to grab onto Esau and Jacob grabbed his heel and they both came out as one. You got it? Okay. It wasn't one, two. Uh-uh. Jacob was like, uh-uh, I'm holding on, honey. And they both came out. 
So while Esau's heel was coming out, Jacob had his hand on his heel between his ankles and I'm coming out. And that's how he came out. Now, if you don't believe that, check the book of Ezra. It talks about it in detail, which like I said, on the library platform, I just did a lesson. Check it out. Okay. And I can't remember the title of the lesson. Mm, I think it's truth versus a lie. Yeah. And I go into it. So anyway, Jacob, which is Yaakov slash Israel, Yasharel, and Esau, if you notice, his name never changed, but they keep changing Jacob. Is that not a lie from the devil? Yes. His name is Yasharel. His name was Yaakov first. You know, there wasn't no J's 500 years ago. Check the science, quote unquote. <laughs> but anyway, um, there wasn't no J. So Yaku slash is real and Esau. So Esau is older now. I can't even say by seconds because Jacob was holding on to his heel. So they both came out actually together. But since it, um, Esau came out first, I guess he's quote unquote older, being that they twins. And the, the funny thing is, the funny thing is about that, okay, if you twins, right, a lot of times you either fraternal or identical. How does that work? Fraternal twins can look nothing alike. Now, how, how does it now, I'm getting ready to drop some science, because I already told you what Yah puts together, whatever he manifests is a science. Remember I said science is a social construct. I already explained what a social construct was in uh, the book that I just, uh, excuse me, the lesson that I just taught. Um, and uh, what you need to understand, the difference between a fraternal twin and an identical twin is there's one egg in an identical twin is one egg and the sperm comes into the egg to fertilize it and it's splits. That is identical twins. Fraternal twins is two eggs and sperm come into it. They growing together. They're uh, doing whatever together. And a lot of times when they come out, one baby is bigger than the other baby because somebody got more nourishment. That's two eggs. Okay. And um, it's such a miraculous thing when it's identical because they're actually one person as two yeah because during science scientists do a lot of experiments on twins and they have like telekinesis some type of telekinesis that they know uh, they know what they think and they could answer um they could finish each other's sentence this is miraculous Yes, they could finish each other's sentences and stuff like that. That other one can know, they could live on the other side of, um, one could live in New York, the other one could live in Washington State and they'll know what they feeling and thinking. This is science, human science, you know, carnal science, you know, social construct, but it, it actually is something miraculous. So, so I say that to say, um, Esau and Jacob were twins were they identical no they were fraternal twins now what it says in the scriptures is and i already said this in my last lesson 
I said that the two brothers, now we already just read that the old, the oldest brother is going to serve the younger brother. There's a caveat to that, but just give me a minute. The older brother came out and the young brother had his heel. Now it describes Esau. Why does the scriptures describe Esau and not Jacob slash Yaakov? Why? Because everybody in that day was melanated. Everybody. The first humans were melanated. Indigenous humans around the world are melanated. Why? Because y'all made it that way. That's number one. And a lot of times they did not live. Remember, in the beginning it was one rock. Then it was two. Okay? Then it was three. Then it was five. Then it was seven. Now they call them continents. It was one landmass in the beginning. It says that in Genesis. And then it started um, separating. Now how y'all manifest this? Manifestation is science because manifestation is spiritual. Science is carnal and a social construct knows that. Anybody who's smart understands that anyway. And spiritual, I would say, because you got to have sense. Spiritual discernment is sense. A lot of people don't have it anyway. So while people was traveling and doing whatever they was doing, Mesopotamia was the cradle of life, what they call Africa. Mesopotamia is the cradle of life. Everybody already knows this cradle of life. Now they're just calling it Africa. So where, what is Africa? Ha, it's hell. Everybody was melanated. Was there other things in the world? Yes, there were. Science is bringing it out now. And Yah says in the New Testament, that more information, more truth is going to be unfurled in the later times than anything else. So science is picking it up and showing everybody. So I don't want to hear nothing about, oh, no, I don't believe in religion. I believe in science. I don't believe in religion either because that's from the devil. But you are a tripart being. Everybody is a tripart being. You are a spiritual being. Now, if you want to go into religion, you can. But if you want to believe in nothing, you're still a spiritual being. It doesn't matter. So I guess, you know, hey, I got to make that clarification for people to really think about it. Now, I don't believe in religion either. And science is just manifestation. Anyway, that human beings just came to realize and trying to report. That's what it is. So like I said, Esau and Jacob were fraternal twins. Now, why did they um, explain who Esau is and not Jacob? Because everybody in that area was melanated. Why would I, if I'm telling you, if I'm passing down, and I already told you this Old Testament is a photo book, quote unquote, of a particular line of people that were all melanated. Why would I have to explain somebody being melanated when I'm talking to somebody in my family that's melanated. If you're talking to your brother, your sister, whoever, and whatever you are, why would you have to explain who your cousin is? Why would you have to explain who your brother is? Why would you have to explain who your grandmother is? Why would you have to explain who your grandfather is when y'all all the same? And that's what happened here. What the devil does is say, well, how is it? How is it they black? It don't say nothing about they being black. First of all, black, the name black is a social construct to fool people and to, um, oh, I ain't even gonna get into it because then it gets ugly. It's to fool people, a particular people, period. There, there was no terms black and white 500 years ago. 
I have to say that because it could be 300 years. There was no terms black and white. And the reason why black and white is being um, stated is because black means ugly, black means dark, black means evil, okay? White means pure, white means uh, beautiful, white means... Now, those are social constructs from the devil. And I will say no more. Now, I'm going to go back to what I said. Y'all love Yaaku, who they call Jacob, because he was not rebellious. He, his, he practiced righteousness. He was in Yah's word. This is before the laws and everything came out because the laws didn't come out yet. But remember, everything Yah says is a precept, a law, or a command. Everything he says. So Yah um, was dealing with Jacob since he was born. Remember the prophecy. The older is going to serve the younger. And I'm going to get to that in a minute, but I have to set the stage for you. So Jacob, I'm just going to call him Jacob for the sake of it, but his name Yael Kuv slash Yasharel with Y's. Okay, no J's. Anyway, Yael Kuv, who they call Jacob, he abided by the rules and regulations of the Most High. He listened to his mother and father. He honored them. And um, Esau didn't. Esau didn't listen to nothing. His father said he didn't listen to the most high. He didn't do nothing, but he was strong as an ox. He was red. And Yah said he cursed him. And how did he curse him? He took his melanin away. Yep. Yah said, I stripped him bare. What does that mean? He took his melanin. I'm not even going to go into how, how wonderful, how blessed melanin is. The darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. I'm not going to go into how perfect and wonderful and blessed melanin is. Number one, the whole world's melanated first. The first man was melanated. Number two, melanin, today's times is worth a lot of money. They didn't send melanin up in space to see what would happen to it. Your third eye is open because of melanin. We're not going to go into that. Because that's a whole teaching by itself. And maybe one day I will do it. But your melanin is what everybody's jealous of. Everybody's jealous of melanin. Okay? Everybody's jealous of the melanin. Because the melanin is wondrous. And at that time, it was nothing but sun. Wasn't no place to go. Now, there was mountains and whatever else. And it describes it. But who lived in the mountains? It wasn't no melanated people. Because your skin was made for the sun. Now, why would you have to dwell in caves in the mount in the mountains? There's caves in the mountains. It says that in the scriptures. It wouldn't be melanated people living there. So I would say that because the mount, which is mountains, Esau went and he lived and dwelled in the mountains and mixed with whatever was there. And that's how them people came about. And you will hear this in the book of Jasper. You will not hear this in that, uh, in that Bible. You will not hear this in that Bible. And I'm giving you a little bit. I'm setting the stage for it. But y'all did not love him. And he stripped him bare, meaning he took his melanin. Now, um, Esau was a, an albino. Red, red. Now, what do melanated people call real light-skinned people? Red, right? Okay. So he was red. Everything was red. Hair red, eyelashes red, eyebrows, everything red. So uh, albinum, and this is strictly science I'm talking to you, quote, unquote, because there's no melanin, melanin protects you from the sun. 
if you're red or high yellow, which the melanated people say, you are abused by the sun. You are beat down by the sun and you can get cancer from the sun. And non-melanated people do. That's why they run around with all of this. Um, what is it? Um, thank you. Well, all the sunblock on. You know what sunblock does? If you put an infrared light on sunblock, there's a special light that could shine on you. If you don't have that, you will see how non-melanated people look. And I'm not trying to be mean. They look like monsters under this special light. But once they put sunblock on, it's like they're a melanated person. No lie. So that's what I will say about that. So Yah took um, Esau's melanin away. He said, I hate it. I loved um, Yaku and I hated Esau. And I stripped him bare. Yes, he did. His melanated, his melanin, excuse me, was stripped. He was red, real light skin, really, really. Okay, because he came from melanated parents. He came like that and 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 y'all stripped him. And I'm gonna tell you something else. I'm just gonna put a little, I'm gonna put a little dot on this right here. Noah was also came in without melanin. And Noah's father was scared because he thought that Noah's uh, mother was raped by an angel. Now they call the angels light and white and bright because they are spirits, bright spirits. So that's where the light and white came from. Uh-huh. So even though he wasn't, because um, Noah's father had to run and go find out what kind of baby is this? Because it didn't come from our line. Yeah, this, this white looking baby did not come from the melanated line. This is in the book of Enoch. So they went to go consult with Enoch and the, uh, the most high told Enoch, no, that's your baby. That's your baby. The angels did not get to that baby. That's your baby. Yeah, this is in the book of Enoch. So I'm just telling you, there was one or two people that came in here without the melanin. One, and both of them on purpose. One for a purpose and one of them for sin that he rebuked them. So we understand that. Now I had to set that stage for Esau and, and Jacob. Now I'm getting ready to say... Um, what did I say about, um, okay, he said he loved East. Oh, okay. Um, okay, just because they was born to Rebecca and Isaac, remember Isaac is the child of promise, just because Esau was born to Rebecca and Isaac, who's the child of promise, does not mean you getting the blessing, okay? And there's a, that, now that's the New Testament that I read, Romans 9, 16 and 14, but there's also something that says, they are from us, but they not of us. What does that mean? That means that you can have a baby and you follow y'all to the nth degree. You follow y'all from the day you was born to um, you died, but your baby's a devil. That's the baby came from you, but the baby doesn't practice what you practice. That's what it means. He's from us. He's from, he came from me, but he's not of me. He's not, he doesn't practice um, loving y'all. He doesn't walk in the commandments. He don't do nothing. And that's what happened to Esau. So his line was evil and wicked. And I'm gonna tell you this, the fight between Esau and Jacob is still raging because Jacob, Esau went to the mount and started mix, mixing with other things. This is why y'all said he did not want you mixing because the rest of the nations was devils. 
what they did, they was worshiping devils. And I'm going to go back to the beginning. And remember when I, oh, we running out of time, but I'm going to the second one. Please pick it up. Um, remember when I tell you in the beginning, in the beginning, our beginning, human beginning was not the beginning of everything. There was a spiritual beginning way before there was a, a physical beginning. We the physical beginning. There was a spiritual beginning. Now the devil was down on earth before Adam was made. And one third of the angels that he bamboozled, because the devil bamboozled the angels too. And there was a fight in heaven, a war in heaven. And Yah thrashed down the devil with one third of the angels. This is in the book of Jubilees, the book of Jasper. And it's in the New Testament when Yahshua himself said he saw the devil get thrashed down. So we already know they was here. Then there's error. Uh, the, the evil in the skies, the evil in the firmaments. Remember, in the beginning, Yah made the firmament. He separated the waters and did all of this stuff. Now, if you have questions about that, I can I can go into that, but I'm not gonna go into this in this in this lesson. But Yah said there's wickedness in high places, principalities. Um, lords, there's um, um, gods, there's um, wickedness in high places. That's what it is. So when you're saying God and you're saying Lord, that's who you're talking about. You ain't talking about the most high because in the firmament, which is the skies, didn't I tell y'all that there's portals? In the book of, um, in the book of um, Enoch, he, he's talking about portals. What is a portal? Different dimensions in the skies. Why do you think they built CERN? Why do you think they did all this? Because the heathens want to open up portals. The same thing that happened in the beginning with the angels, because the angels are heavenly beings. They started doing all of that in the beginning. This is why Yah caused the flood. The same thing is happening now. The splicing, splicing of human DNA with animals, building AI, opening up portals. All of this happened before with the angels, but now it's happening with men. And why is it happening with men? Because the devil is leading them. That's how the devil is fooling the whole world. And that's the part of how the devil's fooling the whole world. That is a part of how the devil is fooling the whole world. And if you don't believe me, go to the all the prophets. Read all the prophets. Read the book of Enoch. Read the book of Barah. Read the book of um, Philip. Read the book of Ezra. It's all in there. I'm not talking nonsense. I have read all the books. I have meditated on all the books. I have studied these books. And this is I, this is no joke. This is why things are the way they are. Esau, in the book of Job, Yah said Job, J-O-E-L, Job. In the book of Job, Yah said, I'm going to destroy Esau. Esau mixed and mingled with many nations. Esau had more wives from different nations and they taught him evil. He turned his back on the most high. That's why y'all say he didn't really get rid of him. Esau, the devil rules Esau's land. It says that. The New Testament, I mean, the Old Testament says that and it don't say it like I said it. It describes it. And it says it in the book of Jasper. And it also says it in the book of Jubilees. Did I upload the book of Jubilees? No, I did not. Because the book of Jubilees is about time. I'm not talking about time right now. And I don't want to confuse you. That's why I only uploaded the book of Jasa. And as I said, the book of Jasa is not a man. <laughs> it's not a man. It means blessed or upright. That's what it means. And remember, there was no J's. Did I tell you that everything's tampered with? Yes. 
But when the Ruach starts dealing with you, you will be able to discern what is real and what's not. People always ask, well, how do you know what's this and what's that? Because the Ruach is dealing with me, period. I would not know nothing if it wasn't for the Ruach. I don't care how many false doctrines come down here. When the Ruach is dealing with you, the Ruach is going to lead you to all truth. It says that. That's the Ruach's job. The Ruach does his job. And just like the Most High said, every spirit does my job, does my will, except for humans. And this is why we're going to be judged. Now, I didn't read off top topic, but I'm telling you about Esau and Jacob. And this is where the nonsense, I'm not going to say it starts, but this is where it maintains and it stays. Because the bad thing is Esau came from Isaac, who's the child of promise. Well, that's not the bad thing. The good thing is that he came from, but the bad thing is that he's following the devil from back then until now. Yes, he's still here, walking here. He's still walking on earth, just like Yasharel is walking on earth. And there's contention and a big contention. With the Yaseh, your enemies are going to hate you perpetually. Yep. And they allowed the rest of the enemies to get Yasharel. They allowed it. Every time Yasharel went into bondage, it's because it was something that Esau's line did. Now, is Esau's whole line evil? No, because once you start turning from your wicked ways and seek Yah's face and walk in his word, then Yah will see that and be like, oh, okay, all right. Because there is there's some people that came from Esau's line that Yah was helping them in wars. He was helping them. So it's not 100% that, oh, I'm getting ready to eradicate all of them. In the Old Testament, there were some um, people that came from Esau's line that were blessed. And one main one was Job. Now, everybody, now every um, religious person is telling you that Job was a Gentile, and he wasn't. Job was from the line of Esau, Jacob's twin brother. So if Esau was a he, well, Esau was a heathen, but if Esau was, um, he was an acting heathen, he was acting like the heathen, but he was born from the child of promise. So if he would have turned from his wicked ways and did what he needed to do, we wouldn't be in this mess. But anyway, like I said, Job, the book of Job, J-O-B, he was from the line of Esau and Yah blessed Job hundreds of folds. Hundreds of folds, y'all bless them. So I'm just saying that to let you know that Esau and Jacob was fighting since the womb. We still fighting them. Y'all say your enemies will have perpetual hatred for you. And they don't look like you either, even though they related to you. Now, digest that one. Okay. Now we are on chapter 26 from 1 to 33. Isaac and the country of the Philistines Failure and blessing. Okay. Who was the Philistines? Now I'm reading from uh, online. I got an online source. Um, <laughs> take it for what it is. But I'll tell you this first. The Philistines was supposed to be uh, descendants from the Nephilim which are giants from the angels having sex with flesh, which is an abomination, okay? 
If you already started, hopefully you already went through the book of Jasper. I don't even want to go there because then this is going to be so long. I got less than two minutes. Remember, upload the next thing I tell you. We're going to pick up again because I'm only on 26. But anyway, um, they are, they say they're the modern day Lebanon, Lebanese and the Syrians, Syria. Now, Yasharel has had a long standing of fighting with these nations. They are not your friends. Syria, Lebanon, they're not your friends. Okay, Palestine, they're not your friends. But it says the Palestinians were a group of people who migrated from the Southern Europe or Greece in the mount to the east coast of the Aegean Sea. An era now held by Israel, Gaza, Lebanon, and Syria. Now, do I have to say more? Where did Esau go? To the mount. It says in the scriptures, the mount. Did it say mountain? No, we call it mountain today, but it is the mountain. What did they do? Oh, I got less than a minute. They lived in the cliffs of the rock. That is a description for living in caves. The cliffs of the rock the mount that's living in caves that's where esau went do, do you need melanin there no because you're not in the sun okay you in the mountains you don't need no melanin there. what was he mixing with all kinds of stuff over there okay everybody else who was uh, over there in mesopotamia which they sectioned off and called in the middle east and all this other nonsense Everybody else was in the sun, enjoying the sun with their melanin. What did he do? Go over there and start mixing with all the other things. Now you see me, you, you, I just read it to you. That's number one. Number two, the Bible does describe that. He went into the mouth. Number three, the um, book of As I said, um, he was mixing with those things up in the, um, in the mountains. And all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff came in. Everybody else was in the sunny, uh, what they call in section of Middle East and whatever else. They was in Mesopotamia in the sun. There was no place to hide in the sun. That's why God blessed everybody with that melanin. And those people who did not have the melanin, they was not blessed. Now, what did Yah say? I cursed him. I cursed him. And he took the melanin away. And I'm going to tell you, see, one of the things about the curse, and this is another lie of the devil, like light and bright is beautiful and dark isn't. There's several places in the scriptures where uh, light and bright is not beautiful. When um, Yah cursed Miriam and she turned leprous, white as a sheep, that's, that's a curse. Leprosy is a curse. And leprosy makes you white. Okay? A non-melanated person, you wouldn't even know whether they had leprosy or not because their skin is already not melanated. Okay. So, so they go to the, um, Isaac goes to the country of the Philistines. And he got to deal with their nonsense. Okay. Then, Chapter 26, 34 to 37, Yaakov, who is Israel, or the education of the Ruach in Yaakov. 
Hold on. Oh, yeah, the education of the Ruach. So um, Israel starts learning about the Most High. The Most High is introducing himself to um, Israel. This is before he was Israel. He was Yaakov, who they called Jacob. The Most High is introducing himself, just like he introduced himself to Abraham. Mm -hmm. So we see that in chapter 26. Then from 34 to 28, we're still in 26, 34 to 28, concentration on um, chapter 20, I mean, uh, verse 22 is Esau and Jacob, the contention of Esau and Jacob. And then still in chapter 26, 34 and 35 is the wives of Esau. Now, why is the wives of Esau important? I already told you, he started mixing, Esau started mixing with other nations and other things. So I'm going to read something to you. All right. Bazemath. Now, I did say in a, a um, I did say in a uh, earlier lesson, check the uh, library on the platform. I did say on another lesson um, that remember the names in Yasharel is based on Yah. Remember, Yah said the people who those who are called by my name turn from your wicked ways. Okay, so Yasharel had the name of Yah. You can still see it in the Bible, which all the prophets see the devil. The devil is a, a schema and a liar. He took it off. He took the main name off the most high, one and only begotten son, Yahshua. Yahuwah Yahshua. He took that name off and called him Jesus. But he didn't take the names off the prophets who heard directly from Yah, but he took it off of Yahshua. And he changed the names of um, his children, the devil's children, changed the names of um, um, Yahuda, Judah, the children of Judah, when they came in, in, in the United States in shackles, changed that name and changed all the rest of the names of all the rest of the people who was dropped off in different countries and islands, changed their names too. I say that to say names are very important and I'm getting ready to read this because just like um, the names that was named after the most high, there's names that was named after Baal, after devils, after Beliah. They, there's names of um, people in different um, nations, the heathen nations that's named after the devil. So Esau's wives, I say that the different nations that he uh, married to them, their names is named after devils and their names mean something, okay? Wicked, unrighteous names. So this is what it says, Bayes math, that means something. And I don't know what it means and I did not look it up. It's one of the wives of Esau. In Genesis 26, 34 and 35, Bayes math is the name of the first wife of Esau. She's the daughter of Elon the Hittite. Because Bazemath was a Canaanite and Canaan was cursed, Esau's marriage to Bazemath 
ignored the Most High's wishes that Abraham's descendants keep themselves separate from the Canaanites in marriage. Esau's marriage to Basemap therefore brought bitterness to Isaac and Rebekah. Yep. Esau is then said to have taken as a third wife the daughter of his uncle, Ishmael. So Esau did all kinds of stuff that y'all did not approve of. We already know that. You will know that more in the next um, lesson that I upload. Esau is doing all kinds of stuff, child. All kinds of stuff. He didn't care. He was drinking blood. He was doing all kinds of stuff. You know there's life in the blood. You ain't supposed to be doing all that. He was doing all kinds of stuff. And he didn't care nothing about being the first child. Now they say that um, Jacob, Yaakov, they said that he swindled Esau at his birthright, but that's not true. If you read the book of, um, uh, read or meditate on hearing and meditating, meditation is hearing something over and over and meditate and pondering on. That's what meditation means. If you're meditating on the book of Jasa, and especially the one I'm getting ready to upload, if you're meditating on that, then you would know there was a time when Esau, because Esau was a mighty hunter. And did Isaac love Esau? Yes, he did at first. And then when he kept just disrespecting Isaac and Rebecca, um, Isaac was like, I can't take this no more. It doesn't mean he didn't love him, but his, his favor was not on um, Esau. Okay. And, and uh, Rebecca's favor was on Yaakov, Jacob. So she was doing all the stuff. She was like, let that be on me, Jacob. Do what I say. And he listened to his mother and father, Jacob did. But Esau, he didn't care nothing about his birthright. And he was doing all kinds of stuff. Shooting people with arrows, doing all kinds of stuff. He was a mighty hunter. He was real good at killing. Yeah. So then, um, you know, he he was, there was famine in the land. Now, they never stop being famines. What do they call modern day famines? Depression. They'll call it depression or they'll say, oh, no food or whatever. They don't call it famine, but they, the original word is famine. Okay. So there's always been famines. There's always been times of plenty and times of lack. That's in the book of Ecclesiastes. There's a time for everything, okay? Solomon lets you know there's a time for everything. So during that time when he gave his birthright away, he was hungry and there was a famine in the land and Jacob was cooking food. So um, it's Jacob's food. You got to get your own mighty hunter who is Esau. Get your own. Jay, um, Esau ain't want to get his own. He wanted Jacob's. So Jacob said, well, what you going to give me for some of this food? Okay. And they grown. They wasn't little kids. What you going to give me for some of this food? Esau, what you want? I'll give you whatever. How about your birthright? Now, remember, they twins. All right, you can have it for some of this food. And that's what he did. So who's swindling who? Was there a swindle? I don't see a swindle. That's a fair trade. Ain't no fool. What you gonna do? So that's what happened. 
And then there was another instance too. And they just kept going on, going on. Now that does not explain that breaking it down in Genesis, but it does break it down in the book of Jasper. So, you know, the devil will have you think, oh, Jacob ran and he was a swindler and he was this and that. He was cunning. But it wasn't that it wasn't ordained by the most high. It was already ordained by the most high. So that's what people are not looking at. So the devil will tell everybody that Jacob is the swindler. And it says that actually in the, um, when I'm doing the research and in the book of um, Genesis, it was saying that he um, pretty much um, double talked him out of it, but it wasn't really double talk. It, it, it's, uh, you want some of this food or not? I mean, hey, I, you don't have nothing else I want. I don't see it as a, a double cross. However, um, Jacob was double crossed a few times by a few people. Yes, he was, but he was also blessed. But we ain't getting into that yet. We just moving forward about Jacob and Esau always having contention. They always had contention since they was in a womb. Our cousins been having contention with us since they was in a womb. And then they went and started mingling with other people and other things. And now we got people who hate us and been hating us. And that's where the root is. The root is here. Now, people, we talk about today, why can't we just go and have a conversation with other people and tell them to stop hating us? And why can't we just march and say, stop hating us, stop killing us? Because it's a spirit. And that right there is the root of it. Everybody keep looking at the top of the flower and talk about, oh, let's Let's reason with them. Let's do this and let's do that. There's no reasoning because it's the spirit that's doing it. And the root is right there. Okay. And don't you forget that. And I already spoke about the wives of Esau. He just kept going to all kinds of crap. The children of Canaan. And then they was going mixing with other things and other things. And that's what we got. Okay. And that's all in chapter 36. Now we're on chapter 37. It says, now remember what I told you that the, uh, the, uh, this book, especially um, the outline that I was um, working on and put here is saying that Jacob deceitfully gets a blessing. And that's not, it wasn't deceitfully. It wasn't deceitfully because Esau was no fool. Esau didn't care about his blessing. He was sinning since he was a kid. So where is it that, that Jacob uh, swindled him out of a blessing? He didn't. He didn't want it. Or else he wouldn't have gave it away so cavalierly. So this right here is a lie from the devil. Because in that book, it has you thinking that, J um, that Jacob is uh, conniving a fool. And that's not how it was. So we're going to say that Jacob wasn't conniving. Because Esau is his oldest brother. And Esau has sense. Just like Jacob has sense. He just didn't listen. So if I'm coming to you, I'm coming to my sister. I know she's the oldest. I'm the second. You, the oldest don't care whether she oldest or not. She ain't listening to her mother and father. She ain't doing none of that. And now there ain't nothing to eat. Or maybe she want a piece of clothing that you got. And it's a one of a kind. And well, what you going to give me? I want to be first. I want to be the first oldest daughter. Okay, I don't care nothing about that here. You can be the first oldest daughter here. Let me get that suit. That's what happened. So there's no deceit, honey. You understand what's going on. But nevertheless, when this happens, Jacob also 
gets the short end of the stick later on. So we in chapter 27, like I said, it's supposed to be Jacob's deceitfully gets the blessing, which I don't believe. Then um, chapter 28. Hold on. Uh, okay. Chapter 28 is Jacob's flight to Mesopotamia. Okay. Now, let me talk about 27 again. Now, after he gets the blessing, um, um, Isaac is getting ready to die. And it's not so quick in the book of Jasser, but I'm going to explain to you. It's not so bit. Oh, no, no, no. Jason, um, I'm sorry. Jacob's not going to die. I mean, sorry. Isaac is not going to die yet. But Isaac is really, really old. So um, the tradition of the patriarch is to bless the first child. Now, I already told you in um, Abraham, Abraham blessed his first child. He did not bless, uh, well, he did bless um, Ishmael, but Ishmael is not the child of promise, okay? He's the child of bondage, his mother, Hagar. Even though she was an Egyptian princess, she was uh, Sarah's handmaid, which is a slave, so. The first child gets everything. The child of promise, which is Isaac, got everything. So what Abraham did was bless Isaac and gave him flocks and sheep and all. When I say flocks, I mean sheep, goats, camels, whatever it is, flocks. There's a bunch of flocks of whatever animal. So he gave him all of that and sent him and Hagar on their way. And the promise, everything Abraham, remember Abraham was wealthy. Everything Abraham had was bequeathed to Isaac. So now Isaac's wealthy. He got these two kids. One of them ain't listening to a damn thing. And the other one's paying attention and listening and walking in Yah's word. So he, um, okay. Now, remember, Abraham, I mean, um, Esau gave his birth right away. And, a, um, and Jacob remembered that. Now, he's verbally said, you can have this birthright for some of that food. Okay, there was a famine. So he verbally says, so Jacob did not forget that. Oh, I ain't forgetting that. So he sat up there and him and Rebecca, I guess at one point discussed it, his mother. So there was a time then when um, Isaac needed to give them the blessing. He needed to give them the blessing. He didn't give them the blessing yet. So here comes um, um, uh, Esau. Esau forgetting or not um, trying to take his birthright back via verbal contract so there was a time when um when Isaac is getting old so you know when you get older your faculties go so he wasn't be, he couldn't see that good and he couldn't do all of that stuff so he wanted to give the blessing so he he was telling Esau go and go make me some food go out I want you to go out and I want you to hunt for an animal and I want you to make me some food before I die that's what he's saying because you know he's old he don't know he don't know at what time yet. Yah was telling them when they was going to die at that time. So he don't know yet. And he knows he's old. So go out and go make me some food. So Rebecca heard this. Now, mind you, a, um, Esau is doing all kinds of stuff. Marrying people he shouldn't marry. Not, not walking in Yah's word. Hold on. I'm getting ready to drink some water. It doesn't matter. Um, not walking in Yah's word doing all kinds of stuff he wants to, ain't listening to his parents, none of that, bringing these hoes 
into his parents' house and doing all kinds of stuff and wreaking havoc on the parents, doing all kinds of stuff. So now Rebecca calls um, um, uh, Yaakub Jacob in, on the side and go, come here, what? Your father told Esau to go out there and go make him some food. He was like, okay, before he died, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go in there and you go and you strip these two kids, which is goats, strip these two kids and I'm gonna cook them up and I want you to bring this to the father. And he, and this is Jacob, the mother is saying this, Rebecca. So Jacob is saying, well, how am I supposed to pass off as um, Esau when I'm nice and smooth and Esau got is hairy, like a garment. So what does, Rebecca said, don't worry about that. I'm uh, I'm a handle that. Let me go and cook this. You go uh, take the skin and stuff off the um off the goats, and after you do that, I'm gonna put it on you. And I'm gonna cook all this food up, and you bring it to your father so he can give you the blessing. Now Jacob is scared because he like he, it ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. Even when I talk to him, he gonna know it's me. Uh, Rebecca was like, leave that to me. Whatever, whatever sin happens after that, let that be on me. This is what Rebecca, his mother is saying. Because Rebecca don't like Esau. Because <laughs> he don't listen. Nobody don't really like Esau, but you, you love them, but you can't stand their character because they ain't listening. So that's what Rebecca said to Jacob. Knowing that Esau gave a verbal contract that I'm giving my birthright to you. So where's the swindle? There's no swindle. The mother was swindling, not him. Nevertheless, he did get reprimanded, but this is later on. So Jacob did as his mother said. He put on that, um, he shook them goats, took all the skin and all that, you know, shook it down, bled it and did whatever he needed to do to it. And then he, uh, uh, he, they, uh, Rebecca cooked it up. They put the, uh, not that, Rebecca put the, uh, the goat skin on him and sent him in there to his father, Isaac. Isaac was like, wow, that was quick. You went and killed, um, killed the animal real quick. So he ate up the food and it was good. Remember, Isaac was old, 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 old. And so he said, let me come over here and bless you. He's talking to Jacob with the, the goat skin on him. Let me come over here and bless you. So he gave him a blessing, honey. Uh, he blessed the blessed, blessed, blessed him, blessed him. That's how many blessings he got on him because he thought he was Esau. So remember the verbal contract was still between them. See, um, Isaac didn't know that, but Rebecca did. Okay, Rebecca knew. So he blessed him and did all his blessing. And you will know the specifics of the blessing when you listen to the book of Jasper. He gave him all these blessings and did all of that. He ate up all the food. Then um, he first he was like, you sound like Jacob. <laughs> but you feel like Esau. <laughs> you feel like Esau, goat. But you sound like Jacob. <laughs> but he blessed him. It's funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Give me a minute. Oh my goodness. Okay. 
laugh. Yeah, that was a good laugh. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So, after he blessed him, here comes Esau. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, here comes Esau with the food. <laughs> so, Isaac was like... <laughs> translation of the blessing you're going to be mighty in hunting you're going to be a mighty conqueror you're not going to be blessed like your brother you're going to have to serve uh, you're going to have to serve your brother you're going to be a mighty conqueror though oh my goodness <clears throat> and then Esau started crying he started being upset because he didn't get the blessing now remember Esau made a verbal contract and gave his firstborn blessing away to Jacob. And, uh, and Rebecca and Jacob knew that. He gave a verbal contract. And, well, he was of sound mind and gave it away. It wasn't like he was swindled out of it. Okay. But he got angry at Jacob and wanted to kill Jacob. And he got, you know, he got mad. He told the mother and father, I'm going to kill him. So Rebecca was like, hurry up and go to my, um, my brother's house and go over there and stay there until Esau stop being mad. <laughs> so that's where um, Jacob, Jacob or chapter 28 now, chapter 27 was what, when all that happened that I just explained. And then chapter 28, Jacob ran to Mesopotamia. Oh, uh, guys. And he started, um, <clears throat> when he got over there to his uncle, Rebecca's brother. Now, um, um, Rebecca said, go over there to Laman, my brother, and uh, go get yourself a little wife and what have you. And go stay with him until all this stuff blow over. So that's what Jacob did. He ran to Mesopotamia. Son, son, son. And then chapter 29 from 1 to 30, um, to, excuse me, chapter 29 is um, Jacob stay with Laban, the uncle of Rebecca. Uh, the, sorry. The, um, I want to say it's uh, Rebecca. I can't remember whether it was uncle, uh, Rebecca's uncle or Rebecca's brother. I want to say uncle or brother. I don't know. Off the top of my head. <clears throat> I want to say his brother. But it might be Rebecca's uncle. And I can't remember. So it's one of her relatives. 
I said brother, but I believe it's uncle. So it might have been it's Jacob's um, great uncle. <laughs> anyway, so um, Jacob went to go stay with Laban, and that's when he went and throughout chapter twenty nine he went and he saw the twins, Leah and Rachel. They twins. And they say one was tender eye, quote unquote, and tender eye means not beautiful. <laughs> and Rebecca, Rachel was the beautiful one. So I guess, and they was twins. I don't say whether they was fraternal or identical, just say they was twins. So he, he wanted to marry Rachel, which was the younger of the twins. But what Laban, his uncle did was trick Jacob into marrying Leah, who was the one who wasn't that beautiful. Rachel was more beautiful than Leah, I would say, because they twins. <clears throat> so he wanted to marry Rachel, the youngest one, but they, they got him drunk and they had a marriage and cut off all the lights and they kept saying all these chants and um, Jacob didn't know what they were talking about until he woke up in the morning. Remember, it wasn't no lights like it was here. He woke up in the morning and Leah was in his bed. <laughs> He did have things when he left. 
his mother gave him stuff when he left because it was a long journey for him to get over there. So his mother gave him a bunch of stuff. But guess what? Esau's kids was running after him trying to kill him. So he had to pay Esau's kids off to get away from them. Yah watched over him because Esau's kids, honey, what did I tell you the blessing was? That they was going to be excellent hunters, right? And they did not miss. Okay? When they start bow and arrowing your behind, they didn't miss. So Yah was with Yah cool. And um, the angel, did the angel tell him to give it? I believe the angel told him to give them this, you know, give um, the kids the stuff. Um, Esau's kids the stuff. Give it to him. So when he got over there to his uncle Laban, he didn't have uh, nothing. He didn't have nothing. So he had to acquire things from him. And then at this time when um, Laban tricked him, Leah and Rachel, he was working for him 14 years. Uh-huh. And he had to acquire things because then Laban got real indignant with him. It was like, I ain't gonna do nothing. These are my daughters. These are my people. This, this is mine. Yeah, that's what Laban was doing, being real... Uh, a, a fuss budget. He was really being mean to um, Jacob and Jacob didn't have no choice but to keep working for him. So Jacob said, okay, I'll keep working for you. But I need some things, you know, I mean, I need some stuff too. I'm raising your cattle. I'm, 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 I'm plowing the fields. I'm doing all of that. And Laban had his own kids. So he was doing all this stuff with Laban. Then he said, um, <clears throat> I'm going to start raising a cat. I'm going to do whatever, but I need my own stuff too for my own family. So what I'm going to do, you know, um, when I'm raising your sheep and all of that, you know, some certain sheep I'll keep, I'll keep the um, sheep that are not as robust as yours, meaning they're not as healthy as the other one, you know, the speckled one and the spots one. I can't remember which one he separated them, but I'll take care of them. And Laban was like, oh, okay, yeah, you, you know, let me keep the healthy ones and you keep the ones that's not as healthy. Why did Jacob go over there and start making sure his, his flock was healthy? And next thing you know, his flock started having so many kids that he had all these. Remember, he became wealthy. You don't mess with Jacob, honey. He wasn't no fool, okay? So that's what he did. He started raising the flock and doing all that. And his flock became even more healthy and robust than Laban's. And Laban started getting angry. <laughs> he started getting pissed off. And he started getting angry and indignant. Didn't even want um, Jacob there no more. But he didn't want his children, um, his two daughters. He didn't want them to leave. And then the two daughters start having children. Now, I'm taking the pen out. I'm going back to the pen. Remember, I told you, Jacob didn't really like Leah. He wanted Rachel. But guess what y'all did? Because this is a part of the Lord. Honey, y'all goes, y'all follows the Lord. So why can't you? It says, if you have a wife and you don't love her, you're still supposed to honor her kids if she had the first one. So what did Leah do? Leah had six kids from him. He didn't like Leah. <clears throat> And I mean, when I say didn't like, I mean, he didn't love her like he loved Rachel. He loved and cherished Rachel. He wanted Rachel first, but y'all didn't give him Rachel. Y'all gave him uh, Leah and Leah had all the kids. Leah had six kids and Leah had a handmaiden and Rachel had a handmaiden. And the handmaidens that they had, um, and I can't remember the handmaidens off the top of my head, but next week I will say it. They had two kids each too. So actually Jacob had four wives, 
But the two Yasharel, he had Leah and Rachel. Then Leah had a handmaid. He had two kids from her. Rachel had a handmaid. He had two kids from her. But the bulk of the kids came from Leah. And Leah is Judah's mother. And Judah is sitting right here explaining to you what's happening. Okay? So that's chapter up to chapter 29. So for homework, it's the next, next chapter of the book of Jasper 3. So if there's any questions that you have right now, you can ask. But next week is chapters 31 to 39. Remember, there's 50 chapters. So next week, which is the 22nd, is 31 to 39. So if you have any questions, you can ask them now on the comments or concerns. You can ask them now or hold on, let me finish. Or if um or you can upload them to Spotify and I will answer them. Okay, if you have any questions, please ask. Wives of Bella and Zeph, what's your name? Uh Belpath. Yeah, but we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that. I already know. We're not gonna go into that right now. Because it goes more into that later. Okay. Yeah, that's why I don't want to sit, you know, because time is running out. It'll be a third thing. So, yeah. Okay, so, wait. So, <laughs> look. Go so, ahead. I want to know, is it typical that the men slept with the handmaids too? Because it, it sounds like that's that was protocol. It well, you know what? You know what? When you get into chapter 29, it'll explain, especially in the book of Jasper, it'll, it breaks down everything. What they was doing was giving their husbands the handmaidens to have more kids because kids are a blessing. If you didn't have children okay. back in biblical days, then people thought you was cursed. So wait a minute. So then you would, okay, when they had Esau, when Jacob and Esau was in the womb, they both were kids, right? Weren't the kids supposed to be a blessing, but Esau turned out not to be, or? Yes, that's why I read um, Romans 9, 6, and mm -hmm. 14, when it says right. that they of Rebecca, um, that Esau was of Rebecca and but um, not, Isaac, but, not, but they didn't he, practice okay. right. But you understand not, what I'm saying? Okay, okay. All and right, y'all made it. it that way before the foundation of the world. Of the world, remember, y'all already did this. He's outside of space and time, so whatever he did is already done. Because it's actually in um, in Revelation, it it gives okay. you a piece of what it says in Revelation. He was, he is, he was, and he is. Why would he say that? Because this was already done before the foundation of the world. In, right. in the spiritual realm, all this is already done. Right, but we're right. inside of the space-time continuum. So that's why we right. got to go through this. Right. We okay. are in the portal of the of the carnal realm. We're not outside okay. the realm where y'all is. Right, right, right. So that's okay. why. Uh-uh, because yeah. I was trying to say, so these handmaids, they are considered wives, but they're not actually wives. Right. It, they call them okay. concubines. Okay. So okay. actually, actually, having more than one wife, uh -huh. it's script um it's scriptural there's no there's nothing in it that says oh you can't have more than one there's nothing in it even in islam this is what this is what they say you can have as many wives as you want however however 
Okay. You have to be able to take care of them. Take care of them, right? Exactly. Yeah, you That's can't right. just come out here like the um like the um Hebrew Israelites. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have more than one wife. You can have all these wives, and this is how, what they tell them. But they they don't got a pot to piss in the window to throw it at us. Okay, right, so right. all these wives, you can't connect with them emotionally. You ain't stable emotionally. You can't take care of them financially. Okay, half the time the man ain't right in his head, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. But let's just look at the typical relationship. We already know science. Uh, I'll just talk science because this has been measured. Okay. They said right. most um, in societies today, most marriages end in divorce. Why? Because people don't got their head on right. So you right. walk out and you going to pick up all these women that you want. First of all, that's lust. And then you go marry them if they down for that. And they ain't got their stuff together either. You already, you already mixing a pot of mess. Right. Stop baggage. You come into a regular relationship. It's just you and him. You come in, you got baggage. He come in, he got baggage that he never settled and you never settled. Now y'all got baggage that you have individually. And now you got baggage and together. together. You in hell. And now right. and this man who got baggage, been carrying baggage since he was young. He never. Um, self-actualize and that's what they say in science that not everybody can self-actualize and do I have to explain what that means if I do that means that you haven't done it yet mm -hmm. so you you don't have your stuff together and you going to grab all these people and you already know uh, birds of a feather flock together so you got people who ain't got their stuff together either because if they did have their stuff together they wouldn't be with you because you mm -hmm. ain't got your stuff together so now you got all these people who got this their stuff is all over the place and they all mixed up together. Is that a, not a pot, a pot of destruction? Yes, it yeah. is. So I, back to what I was saying. It doesn't. It's not scriptural that oh, you can't have more than one wife. But you got to have your stuff together. The people in the scriptures had their stuff together, and they worked together. And remember, they was of Yah. So it says in the scriptures you have to wait for Yah to give you your mate. It says that. Okay, right. check Solomon. Okay. So yeah. yes, it does say that. And people are just overlooking that. This is why the divorce rates are as high as they are. Because people don't have their stuff together. They just want this and they want that. And the first thing they say come out their mouth if they're the religious. Oh, God sent me this person. And next thing you know, you're getting a divorce. So maybe God did your God that's in the skies with the lords and the principalities and the wickedness of um of the spirits, maybe that one, but not the most high God, the author and the finisher, the Alpha mm -hmm. and Omega. He didn't send you that one because let when what Yah puts together, let no man separate. How can a man separate what Yah put together? If Yah mm -hmm. before you, who be against you? I mean, uh, can I keep going on? Yeah, I can keep going on, but just you get the point. Mm -hmm. uh, these people are going out and they lusting and doing whatever they want, being led by the devil, and they talk about, oh no, yeah, this is what God sent me. Yeah, the God of this earth sent it to you, and that's why you divorce. Mm. Yeah. So I was gonna say, so not, do you think it's a spirit that make men like when they in a relationship deal with more women? At, you yes, know, like more than women? yes, it's lust. Remember <laughs> the devil. The devil. <laughs> You got to right. check my last lesson. The right. devil is ruling you by the flesh. Right, right. Your eyes are showing you what you want. Uh, you're right. lusting after what uh, somebody right. else got right. or what 
somebody has a, a, a piece of behind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or your eyes yeah. are telling you this. Who is the um, the devil of this air is ruling the flesh? Right, right. And, and that's what you're doing. Remember, the um, the flesh and the spirit is warring because the flesh is being led by the devil and the spirit is being led by the most high. So there's right. contention there. There's, fi- there's fighting there. There's um, right. war there. And they fighting for the soul, the consciousness. And the consciousness is in the middle. Like, which way do I go? That's just carnal. Once carnal thing fused. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, uh, so okay. this is what's happening. Right. I got less than a minute. If you have uh, no question. one more question. Uh-huh. Um, so let me ask you this. This is in regards to the punishment Jacob got for um, when he, um, I, like you said, it wasn't deceiving the brother, right? When he told him that he wanted the, um, the right. right. It was a decision. Well, yes. Well, do you think that he was punished later because he deceived the Yes, that's why Laban did. Yes, that's why Laban did what he did. And that was like his punishment. That was the payback. And that's right. And guess what? That's how it works always. Even if some, he knew it wasn't right. He knew it wasn't right, but Esau knew exactly what he was doing. Even though he knew it wasn't right, he's still going to be punished. Just like Yashorel's still going to be punished. We've been sinning from the beginning. We're still going to be punished, but it's going to be a time when things are going to be turned around. That's the scripture. In the book of Joel, baby. J-O-E-L. Hi, if you like what you're hearing, please hit the follow button so you can be notified when a new lesson is available. You can also upload a question or take a poll for more of your favorite topics. Thanks for listening.